and I couldn't impersonate Bob Dylan in my head, so I was trying to like sing it, and I was like, well, it was many years ago. I can't even do Like, can you do Bob Dylan? I don't know. No, but my mom and dad, so one year for my parents' anniversary, it was also my sister's birthday, because they share a birthday and anniversary day, but um, we went to this, like, um, amusement park in Pittsburgh called Cunnywood, and there used to be this booth you could go in. Are you reading my notes? What's the thing that says Lee? I'm not telling you about it. What? Is that about my mom? No, it's not about your mom. Oh, okay. Why would I make notes about your mom? It says L-E-E right here. No, it doesn't. It says D-E-C. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you no, know, my mom and dad saying so like there was this booth you could go in and like record an album mm-hmm. or like a song on like in the recording booth and and then like after you played it they you would like sing they would play it like out so people could hear it like yeah. in the people who were walking past. Yeah. So for like my parents anniversary we sang um, my brother sister and I which was pretty much just my sister screaming over top of my brother and I which you've experienced. <laughs> um <laughs> she we sang Hold On by Wilson Phillips um which was a really popular song and I was only was allowed that, to hold on for one more day. Oh no that's not. I was no. like oh something. No that's hold Oh that's oh Sherry. Oh, yeah. um, no, hold on for one more day. It was like, um, if you hold on for one more day, things are going to change. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think but we have anyway. the rights to any of these, these songs. So. Yeah, but there was one, like at the very end of the song, there was one line that I was allowed to sing, and it was like, my and I sang it, and then my brother was like, didn't want to do it, so he was just doing the background, and you were like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But so it's pretty much was just my sister. But anyway, my parents sang um, "I Got You, Babe" by mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher. Yeah. And my dad, like, they were playing it, and like, we still make fun of my parents to this day about it because my mom sounded like she was like an opera singer, <laughs> and like, my dad sounded like Bob Dylan. So we, like, we were standing outside of this like, Booth. like midway yeah. kind of thing, like, and they're playing it out loud, and we're just laughing hysterically because it's my mom's like. Like, my dad's like, I got you, hold my hand. <laughs> and my mom's like, I got you to understand. And she sounds like this very, like, proper. Yeah, okay, so that's what's it's like, well, it was many years ago. <laughs> like, that's like, it's something yeah. like that. Now. And I really can't be sure. Yeah. Um, that's my Bob Dylan, Wolfman's brother. Well, that's my story about my parents singing, I got you, babe. And my dad sounding like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Which he was chilling like Bob Dylan. <laughs> no. Was that a reference or did you just make that up? Oh, uh, no. There's a. My kids have been watching that um, Descendants movie, and there's a song in the second one, I believe, called Chillin' Like a Villain. Oh. You'll be a chillin', chillin' like a villain. <laughs> but Bob Dylan fit there, so. Yeah, I, I like it. So recently, I guess uh, this week in particular, something. That I really loved, and I think Chelsea shared in the love, came out of social media. <laughs> and it really came out of, like, horrible tragedies. Obviously, you know, Ugh. there's been some massacres recently. Um, and Jason Isbell, um, who's a musician, just happened to tweet something of one of many celebrities who was tweeting about banning assault rifles and all this stuff. And someone just happened to reply to him and said, should I read the tweet? I might yeah, have, have I, might, I might have it memorized by now. 
but I might have to find that GQ article or something because I don't know if I'll be able to find the original tweet on Twitter. Um, let's see. I'm just going to Google 30 to 50 hogs. Feral hogs. Um, so if you've, if you've seen the tweet, then you know. I've got it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so Jason Isbell tweeted, If you're on here arguing the definition of assault weapon today, you are part of the problem. You know what an assault weapon is, and you know you don't need one. And then William McNabb, at Willie McNabb, who has an Arkansas Razorback, uh, like a wild boar, as his Twitter picture, which actually makes this even better because I didn't realize that, t- responded and said, legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the, the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? <laughs> and the writer of this GQ article said it was almost like the tweet was like a journey where like each word took you deeper and deeper into like some crazy reality. So we could just break it down. Like, legit question for <laughs> rural Americans. You know, so that's, you know, you're, you're asking what you think to be is a legitimate question to a demographic that exists. Okay, so that's pretty normal so far. How do I kill? Which is where it gets interesting. So just anything that starts with how do I kill um, is immediately going to catch anyone's attention. And then the 30 to 50 feral hogs. So there's some sort of range. But I read, I read about, like there was a, I read an article today about it. um, And that feral hogs are indeed, like it's not made up. It's truly a problem. And they, they, because the way that. They go under your guards. That's what the person they talk about like pigs, like they reproduce quickly, like in, in mass. And then like hogs, especially like wild hogs, they have tusks and they like. Yeah, they do. They can they can cause a lot of damage. Right, well, you've made this too real for people before we got to the jokes. Well, we should have made it real sorry. at the end. <laughs> well, I don't think. I mean, I think we're okay. But I mean, that article, like in in all of the the corresponding tweets, yeah. like there was a tweet. I just looked at like a response of like With. people talking about like all the flags of the different countries. Because oh, then it's, you like, see like it, feral it's like... hogs threatening my children by country, and it's like all the different. Like flags available and the emojis, and then it's like the American flag, thirty to fifty. Well, because you see like the mass shootings by country, yeah, and it's the exactly. flags, and then America always has more. It's like thirty to fifty, and like again, like it's so the mass shootings are terrible, but I'm so glad almost that this happened because it just gave us at least something to unite at least on Twitter as Twitter users, um, say to talk about this this feral hog thing because it's just ridiculous, and so like. So many of these funny tweets, like, sorry, boss, can't come in. 30 to 50 herald, feral hogs came running into my yard again. Yeah, about three to five minutes where my children play. Yeah, see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, 30 to 50 feral hogs in your area. Chat now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go through and read my my likes. Um, oh, and then something else funny happened. So you and I just happened to be reading this article and there's like something about like a number neighbor and you and my number neighbor happened to text me back after like I just texted them over the weekend and said, "Hey, I'm your number neighbor. Have a great have a great weekend." And they said, "You too, smiley face." And that was it. I didn't reply. And uh the <laughs> no. the person just texted me while we were reading this article about the feral hogs and just said like it was like a gift that said gay like someone yelling, which is, you know, it's an, it's an issue in and of itself. But I just <laughs> replied, sorry, can't talk right now. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my gosh. Sorry, I can't talk right now. 30 to 50 feral hogs showed up in my yard three to five minutes ago when my small kids are playing outside. And they replied, shoot them fuckers. <laughs> Which I don't know, you know, if they had seen it or what. And I said, can't the libs took my assault rifles. And then they sent a Donald Trump gift that said sad. But anyway, so that I, happened. Yeah, I appreciate that. In the midst that. of all of that. Yeah, let's we can get on number neighbors because mine was was creepy. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So here's a few tweets that I that I enjoyed. I am a and it's like man woman and then feral hog is checked. <laughs> yeah. Looking for men woman and then small children playing outside for three to five minutes is checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, that's another one that I found that was the exact same tweet. <laughs> Stages of feral hog Twitter. Confusion seeing everyone tweet 30 to 50 feral hogs. Find the tweet and assume it's satire. Read the tweet again and realize it's for real. Like and retweet only feral hog tweets for 12 hours straight. Five, become 30 to 50 feral hogs. (laughs) And then did you see Neil deGrasse Tyson's tweet where it's like far more people actually die from the flu every year than mass shootings and blah, blah, blah. So this guy tweeted, far more people die from the flu than from 30 to 50 feral hogs. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. Because that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson said. (laughs) Gittleman, our friend and former guest on this podcast, tweeted, did you see this one? Kudos to Kamala Harris for agreeing to waive debt for Pell Grant recipients who killed 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play. (laughs) Because her, like, student debt forgiveness plan was so confusing. It was, like, Pell Grant recipients who started a business who are minorities. Like, it was, like, all sorts of, like, contingencies uh, based on it. And then somebody just posted, like, a screen grab of them in a video game running through a field and shooting at feral hogs. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so that was just <laughs> bisexual cultures being attracted to every single girl and only 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> it's just, I mean, the list goes on and on, and these are, okay. I mean, it's just, I can't even, I can't even keep going through these because the feral hogs are just too much. But that, I mean, just shows how, you know, so many people went on to say after the after the shootings that social media is one of the big reasons why people are doing this and it's bad and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, whilst I won't argue that social media doesn't have issues, um, plenty of issues at that, I will say that it's a great source to bring people together and give people voices and allow people to make jokes and bring people together around like this goofy thing that happened. (laughs) And really like we were all kind of able to, as a country, not move past, but kind of, uh, recover a bit mentally. I mean, obviously the victims and their families will never recover, but from this like tragedies that happened over the weekend because of this like broad range of, of feral hogs that showed up in this guy's lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I wonder, has this guy commented? Have you seen any comments from this McNabb guy? I, they interviewed him. There was like a Vox follow-up where they, somebody got a hold of him and he confirmed that he actually doesn't have an assault rifle, that he uses like a twenty caliber, like what he actually uses to kill the feral hogs. Wait, so he has like real feral hogs? Like yeah. Like he, do, now, does he shoot them when the kids are still outside playing? I have, well, I would, I'd hope not, especially, I mean, he doesn't have an assault rifle, but. I think that if there were, if you even saw the feral hogs coming, that you would like. Do they have tornado sirens? It's like, like feral hogs. It's like the feral hog tornado sirens just start going off. But yeah, this article that I read, like it was really, it's just like you know, like 
feral hogs are in every state. There, it, it is. It's like an epidemic. It's they're they're coming for us. Like it's something that we need to be concerned about. Well, that's why people hunt wild boar. I mean, Christian's going to Hawaii. He's going to hunt a boar. Oh. And I've heard of uh, what's he going to do? Is he going to like freeze it and send it back to Ohio? And we're going to have a pig roast. I don't know. That would be fun. But no, uh, <laughs> this guy that I went out on a route one of my first days of rent wearing the route driver was talking to the owner of this business about how he just got back from Florida and he was going boar hunting. Um, and when I was driving down the highway in Florida, after my grandparents picked us up from the airport at, down near Naples, there were wild boar on the side of the streets, just like out there. I mean, there weren't 30 to 50. No, there were no, there weren't 30 to 50 feral hogs. Yeah. And like feral, like that's the yeah, thing. I know it's the, like, <laughs> it makes me think of like feral cats. Like they're like cats that are born out in the wild. Yeah. Like they don't have, like you can't domesticate them, I guess. You can domesticate. Like, feral just means wild, right? So, uh, yeah, I guess. So, like, I don't know. they were. Fer- I don't know. We tried to domesticate a feral cat. Yeah, Phyllis was her name, and she pissed on everything inside the house. Oh, well, if you, I think if you get them early enough, she they was will. a kitten. Yeah. She, you know, well, she you just, also shouldn't just let like two 20. Yeah, I mean, what, did you guys know like, what you were doing? We're like, I don't know. We just, like, we got a cat now. We got a cat. Her name's Aunt Phyllis. So, it was like, cute that we named our cat aunt phyllis because we thought it was funny we we're like i got this cat we're gonna name her aunt phyllis because we thought it'd be funny to say like aunt phyllis peed on the rug again yeah well, and little sure, did we know that lot. fucking aunt phyllis was pissing on the rug she peed on the christmas tree um i'd like a like christmas tree in a storage box in the basement and lo and behold aunt phyllis pissed all over it yeah it was a well, sad day so much, and, and and then, you know, as we talked about how White Claw has been gl- blowing up, glowing up on social media, then there's this thing, pretty much amongst just the fish fan community, but where these prairie dog towns near Dick's Sporting Goods Park, which is where Fish is going to be playing Labor Day weekend, and Chelsea and I will be there out in uh, Denver, Colorado, these prairie dog towns have, have been getting fleas that are infected with the plague. <laughs> Yeah, the plague. So, like, I was telling people at work about it. The plague blew up, and there's already T-shirts that say, like, down with disease. And, like, on the back, there's, like, it says, like, Dick's 2019 with, like, prairie dogs and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, like, stuff with the internet. Like, the ability to make T-shirts and just, like, funny comments and memes happens so fast yeah. nowadays. Like, there were so many funny comments about, like, you know, all the dog songs, like, you know prairie dog plagued boy and all this stuff you're like who knows but <laughs> like the fucking yeah, I plague see, is like, out there. i mean i definitely saw like a fair my fair share of like comedians or like celebrities kind of like jumping in on the feral hog um tweets but i didn't really see too many brands popping into that comment which yeah, i know I like know originally what, we were gonna what talk... brand is that suit <laughs> what suit feral Does- the feral hogs, like, what's a good, like, what brand would be, like, this is perfect for us to jump in on? Like, I don't know. Like, I was thinking, like, bacon, I guess. But can you make, can you make, can this, like, the National Pork Embassy? I, I went to, so I thought Arkansas Razorbacks football. That guy changed his profile picture. His other, like, I saw a screenshot of the previous, the original tweet, and he did not have that. Oh, really? It's yeah. not the Razorback? No, it's him with, like, two kids or something. Oh, it's the two, the it's two, the two kids. The two small children. Yeah, small children are going to get... Oh, and then I said... So I texted my friends for that Down With Disease uh, reference again. I just went, like, 30 to 50 feral hogs outside, dancing on my lawn. <laughs> oh, God, I cracked myself up. Yeah, the National Pork Board, board did not... Uh... They did not jump in on the feral hogs. Yeah, I don't know what where it's appropriate. But, I mean, people are brands, too, so, you know. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, celebrities and 
um, some like comedians and things. Not that comedians aren't celebrity, but you know, right. But I mean, I definitely like when there is a brand and they pick up on something like that. And I know this is something that we talked about last week um, when we kind of were throwing around topics. And we um, there was an article, um, I think it was that A-list put together about Area 51 and some of the brands that like picked up on the hype of the Facebook like invaded like the Facebook group to invade Area 51. Now, when, is that supposed to happen next month? Is that September? Uh, was it 2020? I don't know. No, I know that 2020. I don't know. I know it got taken down from like it was taken off of Facebook and then they said it was put back up because it said it was like mistakenly removed. Um, September 20th, 2019. Yeah. And when that's supposed to go down. Yeah. And how many like there were like half a million people who signed like joined that group. No, just an insane amount of people. Yeah, probably up to a million by, by now. Like. Yeah. And it was, like, the level of, like, people who were, like, there were some people that were serious, that were taking it seriously, and the government responded, and it was like, no, do not come, like, do not do this. But then, I mean, I think that a lot of people kind of picked up on just, just how it's a joke. The, yeah. yeah, how ridiculous it is, <laughs> and um, I know Arby's was one of the biggest ones that, um, the biggest tweets that I saw, um, where they were going to take the area, if they were going to take the food truck out, um, and, like, they have their, like, their tagline was like arby's we have the meat but it was for aliens um <laughs> would well, you you know there's a del taco right outside area 51 it's like right across the street from the entrance to area 51 did they tweet i didn't see it i don't know well i just they've always just existed there and there's like oh. all sorts of a like if you go to their google my business listing you can see pictures of the inside and they have like alien posters like hanging up everywhere and shit what was that show i used to watch the show about those like these aliens it was like near area 51 it was a good show, too. I can't remember what it was called, though. There's a couple of Scooby-Doo episodes that they were out in the desert and they encountered aliens. Definitely Area 51 references. Yeah, but then Bud Light came in as well. And they had, so Bud Light, I think it was Bud Light last year that had, like, when... Oh, the, the beer fridges, yeah. The beer fridges, like when yeah. Like, when the Browns won their first game. Yeah, yeah so they were going to do beer fridges for the aliens. Um, <laughs> and there's, like, some I don't really... know how that conceptually works. Like, the first person know. to find an alien, like, the beers are unleashed. Like... I, but they had pictures and it was, like... Pretty good graphics surrounding it, so it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, they did that in Cleveland. There, there in Canton, even there were beer fridges, and yeah. the Browns won that. Remember that Thursday night? You were over here, and Christian bet on a couple things and hit, and the Browns ended up winning. Baker Mayfield came in in the second half and led them to victory, and that's that. But uh, no, here we are. Yeah, exactly. So, and there's still like signs in Cleveland, like in the flats. There's still like a beer fridge, like open the fridge sign, and like a Bud oh, yeah. Night stuff, like big a big billboard down there. So, yeah, it's a pretty iconic thing, for sure. So it doesn't surprise me they <laughs> used it for... I gotta look that up, because that's kind of funny. Yeah, and then there was one, like, the Kool-Aid man, and it was, like, breaking through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, oh, yeah. Like, it was, like, the it was, like, made with, like, um, characters. Like, it was, like, emoji. You know, like, the, what? like, slashes and dashes to make a picture Oh, oh, so in the tweet they were using, like, yeah, yeah like, lexicon type deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, the period slashes. Yeah, O's, and like... it was, like, a whole thing where it was, like, the Kool-Aid van jumped going through a wall, saying, like, oh, yeah, and then the other side was, like, aliens, and they were, like, oh, no. <laughs> That's great. Well, Jesse Ventura, the old, the wrestler, but also the governor of Minnesota, went mm-hmm. to Area 51 with, like, a film crew, and it's, like, 
if I really step across this line, or sniper's really going to shoot me, I'm on camera right now. And the can't you hear the camera? Don't do it, Jesse. Don't do it. And he steps across. He's like, I fucking stepped across the line, and no one shot me. Blah blah blah. It's like this whole ridiculous Jesse Ventura thing. So it's been done before, and that guy ended up governor of Minnesota. Did so, he? Yeah. Did, was, was this before he was the governor or after? Yeah. Either way, I don't think it. it doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't think they'd shoot him as a governor, but right. it's just a celebrity. I, yeah, maybe. I think it. I think it was before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he was, just, and then he became governor of Minnesota. So the person who started this Facebook event, and look, it's eight fifty one right now. Oh man, it's, is it going to rain? Is that a, a weather alert? Yeah, rain alert. It's going to rain. Luckily, Ugh. we're inside. Um, but yeah, so he he became governor of Minnesota. So you know, really, anything's possible for these people. Um, and the government doesn't want to slay like hundreds of its own citizens. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen if people actually cross I the kinda, line. I mean, like I kind of want, like the thing that the, I guess the humor in this whole thing is like, if anything was in area 51, that would be hidden. It's like, you've got a Facebook group, you know, a date is going to be there and you've given like the people of area 51 plenty of time to get rid of anything that they would need to get rid of. Well, right. Well, I don't think that like, you can't like barge in. I don't know. They would all get arrested. It'd be like, in, well, that's the thing. It's like, you can Port- stop like two people, but can you stop like a half a million people? Like if a half a million people show up to area 51 that day, then that's insane. And, and that, everyone's that, getting Arby's. Then I think they're going to, at that point, I think that's a coup. Like, they've overthrown the government at that point. Because once you get in there, if they get any sort of technology or anything, like, and it's a half million people that have it. I watched a documentary on Area 51 recently, and the scientists who used to work there claimed all this, like, crazy technology existed. And the government tried to, like, say it didn't exist and say it never worked there. But they had to go back and talk to people who worked with them. They're like, yeah, we know this guy. Um, and then some of the stuff he talked about, actually, we like later came to found out, find out was true. But then he talked about a bunch of other crap. Like they were trying to like they had an alien spaceship and they're trying to build it themselves and how like the power source and all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think if a half a million people storm Area 51 and get some of that stuff, I think that at that point they like that's it. That's the end of the United States government as we know it. Life would change. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess we'll just move to the liberal side. Of the world, wherever yeah, that it's is. Like, uh, it's like the, it's like Handmaid's Tale or something. They're going to set off like some sort of crazy nuke and then that's it. Gosh, thankfully I'm not of like birthing age. Yeah, you're good. You get yeah, a handmaid. Not, what's that? <laughs> you get a handmaid. I get a handmaid. Well, I don't want any kids. I've got a couple. <laughs> Hopefully I can keep mine. You got a couple small children. But you got Only if the feral hogs don't come. Right. <laughs> I mean, in which case, maybe from air, maybe we'll have like some kind of laser technology that'll yeah, from, actually from area like you just take them down. Like, yeah, zzz, all the feral hogs zzz. in like a minute just get laser beamed out with this technology. This laser. It's like a feral hog ray gun. Yeah. So if anybody does get to Area Fifty One, then get the technology with the ray guns and take care of the feral hogs, and then we have it all down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so this kind of piggybacks on to our last episode about the Hall of Fame and brands jumping onto it. So this yeah. is more a more national thing, though, where this Area 51 event is happening. And it's a goofy internet thing, but these brands like Arby's, especially, and Bud Light to an extent, have really taken on the persona of a goofy internet brand. Yeah, there was a couple, there was some, like, clothing stores, it was like uh, AOS or something, I can't remember the name of it, um, that was, like, said, had some pretty, like, they were selling, like, t-shirts and, and things for people Gear, to wear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but I did read a statistic um, where 
a brand's culture involvement makes up uh, 25% of a consumer's purchase decision. Oh, really? So decision, not Lee, um, <laughs> is what I wrote there. I, wrote I was it. thinking DEC is December, so. No, sorry. DEC is decision. decision. Yeah, so, you know, if you think about, like, Arby's and, like, you're not necessarily in the mindset or even remember that Arby's exists. Cause Arby's is one of those restaurants that I forget exists. Yeah. But it's um, pretty ubiquitous too. Like it's not, you don't really need to think about Arby's to they were, know that their advertising is ridiculous on Hulu. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, and I, I, don't see, know if I see it ever it, everywhere. Is it H. Sean Benjamin on Hulu? Uh, I okay. don't know if it's because my kids watch a lot of Bob's burgers and like specifically they're <laughs> like, they'll recognize this voice actor. <laughs> yeah. And they do like, I mean, obviously, but I think when you watch on Hulu, no, that's when you watch on YouTube TV, you get like the commercials that would have aired in that moment. Because every now and then we'll watch something and I'm like, why am I getting like a political ad for because something? It, <laughs> yeah, because it's your YouTube TV uses your location and just pulls the... Yeah. Well, Hulu does too, a little bit. Um, but yeah, we get a lot of that Arby's commercial on Hulu. Um, an aggressive amount of Arby's commercials. You don't really see, do you see McDonald's commercials? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Right. Is that even still their theme song? I don't know. I feel I like, know. yeah, I guess, I guess there's like, do they still do Monopoly? Remember, people would get so Yeah, you for sure see McDonald's commercials. I mean, it's not like the only cable TV I watch is Jeopardy and sports. So if McDonald's doesn't happen to be advertising during those moments, which they don't advertise during Jeopardy, it's only like kind of like freaking some sort of pill for olds. <laughs> and like, it is a pill. Yeah. You know, whatever, like. So I don't, I don't see them there. I see Arby's when things that I watch. That might be sports, so I definitely see McDonald's ads. So when they sponsor things, like they exist. I yeah. see Wendy's ads. Yeah, I guess I don't see like a ton of like, or even even like that Taco Bell, like the three, Taco Bell breakfast. You know that ads. 30, 30 second spot or whatever, or ten to fifteen second spot before YouTube video, um, every now and then. But right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't. Honestly, it kind of like at this point, they're they're kind of just tuned out. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. In my in my world, which is sad because I, I enjoy commercials and like especially when there's a good commercial that's that funny and is is eye catching. Right. Um, no, I hear you. I mean, I guess that's kind of what they have to do though. They have to to get on brand with uh, get on board with Twitter trends and stay relevant well, and do what stand, they can. Yeah, you have to stand out somehow because it's not easy. I mean, consumers are. I mean, you know, the first thing you learn in your college marketing class is you have to, like, stand out amongst literally, like, everywhere people look, they're bombarded by something that's trying to grab their attention. Yeah. Whether it's an ad or a movie or, or you know, anything like that. You know, so I'm looking in my room and I got a pile of books, a TV that's turned off, you know, my computer, got those my Affleck phone, ducks. my Affleck ducks, you know, and all this stuff could grab my attention right now. And it's all kind of competing for it in its own weird way. So if you think about advertising or marketing or just being a business in general, you kind of have to compete. Like you think about like, you know, oh, my competitors are this place, this place, and that place. But in reality, if you're advertising and you're trying to get someone to remember your Facebook ad or your ad on TV, you're competing with the show they're watching. You're competing with the cat videos they might have up on their phone. You're competing with the other people that are advertising in that space. You're competing with that picture of their grandma they see on Facebook. I mean, it's not easy <laughs> being yeah. an advertiser these days, although people are still motivated to buy. So there's that. You got that going for you. But to stand out is, is tough. And I like that stat that brands, brands culture, um, 
cultural involvement makes up 25% of purchase decision because whether that's spot on or not, I definitely, you know, think I can see that um, happening in my own life where I'd prefer to buy like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which we've talked about on the podcast before, or and now they're um, fro- and now they're froyo, which now they're froyo. Oddly enough, we can only get at Walmart. Right? Yeah. So we don't. Prefer Who shops to, there? Although Walmart, just, like a weird, Walmart like, just got shot up though. So then do we like support them out of solidarity or? Like, no, somebody posted something just like just following it about like let's not well, forget that they stopped selling assault rifles too. Did after they? That. Yeah. They sell all their guns, so they stop selling assault rifles. After one, like Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, really? Or they announced, or they're talking about it on NPR today. So, I don't know. When I was coming to your house for lunch. Yeah, it's bad. After like I my, got my ID. I don't get, did you get that today? Well, no, I got the. You got the paper. They mail it to you. Yeah, yeah. I got one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I honestly hadn't really followed up too much on it just because of the, oh, it was weak. All right. Oh, I am tired. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't. I haven't been hearing. Like I feel like my drive time. I didn't, haven't really heard much. Like when I go in early to work, I always hear morning edition. Um, but when I'm like this week, I'm a little bit later. I hear like just the tail end of the. Well, doesn't all things considered start at four? I don't know. Which is like the news from NPR. And then I don't know what the what here and now is the lunch news hour. That's what I heard the Walmart thing on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't I need to listen during the day now. But I've been listening to the JVN podcast, which is really good. Um earlier. So this if you're week, looking for another podcast to listen to that's not ours. Yeah, Jonathan Van Ness is hysterical and definitely um maybe just slightly more likable than us. Um but I like that he's got guests on, and, and like it's a good podcast because there's not like a, you know, it's not necessarily a recurring theme of, of everything. It's like, I forget what the name of it, like Getting Curious, I think is the name of the podcast. So he just interviews different guests, and there's a different yeah, topic each it's week. like the one he, um, the one interview is the the founder of Black Life Matter, um, and she was awesome. Like, it was a super cool interview, and like, you know, obviously he puts his own spin on it, his own thought, but I was listening to one, he had... Um, he interviewed an infectious disease doctor, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started one today who was interviewing a dermatologist because it was like talking about how. Well, he's like, always advocating for yeah. sunscreen. Well, that was part of it. Like, if you. Like... It was, he was saying, he was like, you know, I've always, like, you know, obviously on the show you see it, and I'm always telling people they need to take care of their skin and they need to use sunscreen. He's like, but then there's this whole thing with like you read this article that sunscreen is like bad for you because the chemicals like leach into your skin immediately. Yeah. Well, you see that, but it's like you, so I heard about that on NPR too. So there's like a noticeably in your bloodstream after you apply sunscreen, you notice those chemicals in your bloodstream, but it's not even close to like if you drink one beer or something like that. Oh, okay. So, and they also don't know if that's negative. So they have to do now that they know that it shows up in your blood, they have to actually do studies but they know that, like, the alternative not using sunscreen is skin cancer, and they right. know for sure that that's bad. And that's so. what the, and that is what the um, dermatologist said. And she did say there was, like, some more, you know, like, you can use some of the more natural ones that are um, element-based. I forget. It wasn't element. Element-based. Yeah, element-based. Like, like zinc. Like periodic table? Like zinc oxide. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was element. They were elemental, I believe, is what she did say. Interesting. So um, isn't everything elemental, though? I don't know. No. It's gotta be right. Like no, everything comes some from. Some of it's like manufactured chemicals. Like yeah, but it all starts from 
I don't know. I'm not a scientist. What do I look like? <laughs> I thought that was like the point of the periodic table of elements. It's like everything is everything comes from made, made up of those elements. But I they don't keep know. discovering new elements and like Niels Borium. What the fuck does that do? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is that real? Yeah. Niels Bohr was like, for some reason, I retained very little in chemistry class. Niels Bohr was one of the things that I just like found his name to be funny. Mm -hmm. And then like randomly later, like just around the time it was like, oh, there's this new element and it's Niels Bohrium. And you're like, fuck Niels Bohr. Because <laughs> like everything about Niels Bohr was so boring. And you're like, well, at least it wasn't Niels Feral Bohr. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> wow. You really, you really tried to tie that one back together. I thought I did. I wasn't much trying. It just came to me. There was no effort involved there. No, we did it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. I mean, so really, from a marketing standpoint, I don't really have too many other notes down. But you know, in the past, we've talked about like you know, we've talked about Super Bowl advertising. We've talked about you know using hashtags and in, in a failing kind of way. Um, oddly enough, that article, the Area Fifty One. Um, article that I was reading, there was a tweet from uh, DiGiorno, which made me think about the... Why I stayed. Yeah, the hashtag. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, that's something that you want to think about. You know, make sure that before you jump on a Twitter trend like that, that you obviously know what the hashtag is about. Um, obviously, I think, too, like, one of the biggest things that you can do and a brand can do, um, Cooley did a good job because they kind of made that tweet like you know fit it's in, that eye-catching brand yeah but you know any the, and they worked really hard on the creative side yeah obviously that's a lot of work yeah like but bud light had some really funny posters that they were creating i think you you're gonna have to look up the bud light one um and even arby like arby's really wasn't like they had a picture of like their food truck like on a hitch out in the middle of the desert and they spelled like it was like a map with area 51 and they spelled out area 51 and arby sauce or something like that <laughs> Well, this is kind of funny. It's like Kool-Aid's pin tweet. Oh. It just says walls, and they didn't build a wall on Twitter. And then it says me, and then they it's the Kool-Aid man in the middle of the wall, and it says, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. They do a lot with this, like, different fonts and all sorts of fun things. With the wall? Like, with the Kool-Aid man coming out? Well, I mean, there's just different, like, like, they're building different things with, like, all that space you have now, and, like, they do different... So yeah. there's different, like, see these fonts and stuff are different. So they're doing, like, they're actually doing a lot with the, with the space they have. Who knew that Kool-Aid was even, like, but it's funny, like, do you know anybody who drinks Kool-Aid? <laughs> like, I don't know a single human being well, who drinks Kool-Aid. It might be a cultural thing, too, though. I don't think so. I think, like, my kids don't drink Kool-Aid. Like, none of my friends' kids, like, kids that I know of drink Kool-Aid. I don't know. Like, Kool-Aid... Like, for a while, they made those, like... I drank it as a kid. Like, Kool-Aid Jammers or, like, the Squeeze-Its. Yeah. Squeeze-Its was its own brand, I think. But, like, they had the Kool-Aid things, and it was, like, a squeeze bottle, like a plastic squeeze bottle. Um, I guess now Kool-Aid makes, like, almost, like, Capri Sun pouches, if I think about it. Yeah, they have Kool-Aid uh, Kool Jammers. Bursts. Yeah, Kool-Aid Bursts. Those are the ones that were, like, the fruit squeezers, the... Yeah. Squeeze it. It like it's Cardi B at the Met Gala and she looks like a Kool-Aid burst. <laughs> Is that Kool-Aid's Twitter still? Yeah. Who knew Kool-Aid's Twitter was such a... Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna follow it. Okay, it says, 
We'll be at Area 51 on 920 to get ready to hashtag see them aliens. Our new UFO, yeah, is going to hydrate the, <laughs> hydrate the revolution. And it's like a graphic of like a Kool-Aid man and like a Kool-Aid, like the, the jar that it came in being sucked up by a spaceship. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh... I was like, Kool-Aid, I like their um, their Twitter thing. It's just like Kool-Aid and then their um like their bio thing just says oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they only have 33,000 followers i feel like they need more this is they're doing well on twitter whoever and they're following the weirdest they're following rolling stone they're following mr peanut so rolling stone magazine mr peanut dj suede the remix god which isn't even a verified account little john and then blast ting um which it says a 5,000 pound telescope bound for the stratosphere over Antarctica, searching for the origins of stars. So that's really weird. Like that they're only following five people and they're very random. Three of them being like celebrity or brand accounts, two of them not even verified. So did you know that um, KFC only only follows 11 people? And oh, the herbs and spice. All and the herbs. Herbs, only herbs and spices. And the Spice Girls. Yeah. Yeah. People name Herb and <laughs> Spice Girls. Someone should have got, I hope someone got a raise for that too. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, sometimes I wish I had a brand to market that, who wants to, does anyone want to hire me for side work? Do you have a brand that's like fun and exciting that I can market and that everyone calls the same, the thing that you sell, the same thing that you call it, not like uniform rental, uniform services, work clothes, work clothes cleaning, and all that shit that I have to deal with. Like I was sending Chelsea like my optimizations today, and I was like, well, I'd had to do, do this because of this, and we got 16 different keywords that people search for for this one thing, so <sighs> it makes life difficult for me sometimes, but what can you do? Yeah, and I think some, like... Even working at an agency, like some of the times, especially with our clients, like we don't have the ability to be that nimble. No. Um, you really need your own in-house marketing and creative, um, or maybe you're working with a large like agency that has like full control over your like right. social property. Um, and, Which that happens and with able big to, brands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and they can be nimble as well. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hard to like tack on, especially in quickly to those things. So. You know, even for you being a small, like local company, like it's going to be hard for you to find like a specific trend. Yeah, like, I don't know. If like if there's like an oil spill, like to come in with like the oil block shirt and be like, we got. <laughs> God, know. it's going to get, it's going to get cringy. Anything right where I would do, it's tough. We kind of were like, well, we'll stay out of that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously that was not a great example. But... No, I know. But I'm trying to think of, <laughs> of things that might be good examples and like, Although when the golf tournament came to town last year, I had my dad hitting a, a video of my dad hitting a ball off a mat and said they make for great uh, practice mats so you don't have to tear up your yard. So there you go. Jumped on a current trend. There you go. <laughs> I mean, you've got that floor mat in the back of your car. Yeah, all sorts of fun uses for that. Except that's not like a, like, like promoting that's like, Eh, because like that's not like you know nobody's running like all right we'll deliver six floor mats to this person's trunk <laughs> yeah we, yeah we could sell like old ones that are like oh yeah we could totally sell the the raggedy ones remember the like have the fire sale that remember it's a fire sale. was it like a fire sale recently 
Not recently, a couple years ago. Yeah, we did. We they wanted to do a garage sale this year, and they talked to me about it in the spring about promoting it on social and stuff, and then they just never did it. So I don't know, but stay you tuned. You too We're... can buy all of the employees. Was it like all the employees like bringing in their yard sale items, or were they going to be like rent? No, that was that was Cames. That was Rentware selling the stuff out of our stock room. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, that was absurd. I remember a couple when I worked at Mellor Toledo for United Way. We had a giant yard sale, like parking lot like rummage sale and like everyone you could like rent for five dollars you could rent a table like a six foot table which they probably already had from like the training conference rooms and the lunchroom and whatnot so you got your own table and you could just bring in your like house shit that you wanted to get rid of and it was like in the parking the back end of the parking lot Did people and they advertise it? it yeah like so mostly i think it was mostly like employees but there were like it was right there on polaris so like people would drive by and they were like oh yeah Stop like yeah. and it was before there was like a ton of stuff built up around there so it wasn't hard to like see what was going on and like i said they advertised and it was a they had signs and everything nice i mean i didn't participate because i had lived in an apartment yeah, you didn't have much to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> like, does anybody want this half-drank bottle of uh, yeah. J&B scotch that my parents left at my house? But mm. I, I tried some, and I threw up. <laughs> but, oh, gosh. I don't know if there's a good takeaway for this episode, but if you get the chance, look up the Feral Hog stuff, look up the Area 51 stuff, and think about how your brand can jump on some of these yeah, I didn't see fun, like... fun social trends, because it is a lot of fun if you do it right, and it can... Make a big difference for your brand. I did look up. I was trying to look up some like brand number neighbor type. Oh yeah, number neighbors. That was another thing that happened. Yeah, right and we kind the, of kind of got for, it got forgotten after all the mass shootings, but right. And I did tweet my. I texted my number neighbor. I texted both of my neighbor number neighbors this weekend. My one neighbor number neighbor never answered me yeah i had one that didn't answer and then i had the other one that i had the yeah, my, correspondence about the feral so, hogs i had hey number neighbor hope you have a good great weekend thanks how is this just your phone number neighbor <laughs> do you have a name and then like some time went by it's like i sent that like 10 24 in the morning and then they asked if i had a name and then at 1 p.m they were like no name okay and then I said Jessica because that's my go-to name. No, you told me to say that. I told that. you to say Jessica. <laughs> and he said Alex, and then asked for pictures. Yeah, which that's when it gets. And weird. that was at two o'clock. And then shortly after the picture request, I got a voicemail, which was super weird. But he thought it was foreign, and he thought that you were. He said you said you were my neighbor, but I don't recognize you. Yeah. And then, so I then don't he said, know. well, obviously, I think it's it's very clear that English is not his, like, primary language no. in the way that he's type. And I don't mean that to be, like, you know, disparaging. It's just, like, so verb tense. And... Something could have got lost in translation, yeah. or he's just really creepy. So this know. just says, like, you get me confused, just need you, need to know you, can you be polite and send me your face picture? <laughs> And I just said, no thanks. It was just a friendly text based on a Twitter trend to tell the person with a similar phone number to have a nice day. And he put, well, stop texting me and waste your time. <laughs> like, which didn't make any sense. And wasting your time, Yeah, I, I just guess. said, and waste your, yeah. Like, stop wasting your time. Maybe, I don't know. But my my number neighbor interactions, but I saw some, like, I saw one number neighbor interaction where, like, the person was like, 
I'm actually getting ready to move out of town, but I've got to find a place for my dog. And like, then this, I don't know if it was Did they real. take the dog? Yeah, the number neighbor ended up taking the dog. And it was like, the person was like a picture of the dog. And then like the person, like the number neighbor was like with, a, the second picture was like the dog in their own front seat. <laughs> It was like, I guess I have a dog now. Wow, that's insane. But there well, was... I saw a bunch where it was just like, yeah, I'm trying to decide whether I should go to this party or just saying, and they're like, oh, go to the party. Like, you'll have so much fun. Like, yeah, that's what I'm leaning for. Thanks for the encouragement. Really needed that. Like, and you never know what's real and what's not because you block out the numbers on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah, the dog one was pretty good. That was like probably the, one of the best ones I saw, but I didn't really see any, like, it'd be funny to have Brant. Like, and there was a couple like siblings. It was like when your brothers are number neighbor. Yeah, yeah, that that's, I was kind of surprised that Cass and I weren't number neighbors, actually. I don't know how that didn't happen or who my other number neighbor is. Yeah, I don't think my parents are number neighbors, but I think they're transposed. Like, oh, it's one's like, like seven, yeah. eight, the other one's eight, seven, like yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, something adorable that only my parents would like make an effort to do when they were getting their phones yep. this girl in my elementary school her house phone number was like 854 jump or something because her dad was like a skydiving instructor oh yeah <laughs> i remember somebody in high school like his their name was like their number was like 243 corn or something like that corn yeah like and i remember and getting back we even, had a i don't know how to spell things on my phone anymore what's on your keypad oh is it yeah so if i go to my phone and, and you go to the keypad. keypad. Oh, the, the numbers are there. Yeah, because that's how I used to have to text. Yeah, and your, I have a your, one. Your kids won't know. Yeah, I have one too. But so one that's is not happening. Like... Yeah, and as a kid growing up, my phone number was um, 0987, so that wasn't making yeah. anything either. It was like disappointing when that became a trend for people to like make something out of their home numbers, and we didn't have that luxury. Oh. Um, but it was it was a thing. It was a thing that we did. Um, that made me think, I was thinking about the corn thing, and that made me think about something else with somebody's phone number that was funny. Oh, there's a, a weird random, is that Sue's number, like my best friend from high school, her mom's number, is very similar to this number of a person that I dated in high school. And so periodically, Sue goes home, like, like in the summertime, like she lives in Houston, so she usually spends like three weeks in the summer at her parents, like in her mom's house. Um, and during that time, I'll usually be like either visiting my parents or something. And she's like, Hey, can you call the house? Cause whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'll like have to hesitate because I don't have her mom's number saved in my phone. So <laughs> like, I'm like that I have this petrifying moment of like, is it like 3068 or like whatever the other one was. So you had it memorized. That's fun. Yeah. I had my friend's phone numbers memorized. Well, yeah, it was like six six like five nine two nine maybe or something like that was what someone's. I don't remember. Nine six six weren't those like porn lines? No, my parents' phone number, home phone is nine six six. Oh, nine hundred one nine hundred. Yeah, one nine hundred was was different. Theirs was three three zero nine six six. I'm not just gonna give away my parents' phone number on air though. So on that note, <laughs> this is drunk marketing. I'm Connor. <sighs> I'm Chelsea. Cheers. We're going to bed. Cheers. <laughs>